I got it. You got what? No, you know when it when you start recording, it flashes up on the screen and during the announcement. And you oh, I don't, I don't see. See, here, here we go live. Swab, what up, man? What up? <laughs> and see, these are things that I don't see on my side when I'm controlling the spaceship. Yeah, I never they, they, do that. I just. All I know is that I hear this on the audio side. I see the like and the breaking the file where it says recording in progress. Right. But then, like when I send you the file, that stamp isn't in there at all. So I'm just yeah. like, I have to figure out. On the co-pilot side, it shows me that hey, this this is being recorded. So to acknowledge it, you can either leave the meeting <laughs> or you can say, "I got it." So uh-huh. I got it. Luckily for you, luckily for the show, Texas is a one-party state. I don't care about being recorded, so there's that. <laughs> We're in compliance all the way around. That, that's the new vibe. Anytime, anytime somebody's going a little too far, hey, don't record me. It's like <laughs> too late, bro. Well, just like the conversation we were having by AI, and you don't fool with AI, it's like you better. Adapt. No, 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 no. I didn't say I didn't fool with it. I, you're at a point where you've had enough of it. I've had enough. For, at that, that, absolutely. That's, that's right up in pocket of I don't fool with. <laughs> I've had enough of it. I don't fool with. Get we're that. in the we're in the same car, but we're not drinking the same flavor. And see, that's that's how that's how things start to go wrong. <laughs> Look, come on, man. What flavor is your calypso? <laughs> is you drinking island? Is you drinking island wave? Or is you drinking southern peach? What Listen, you doing? I'm just I'm just happy to be in a land where I can get my choice of Calypso and Mystic out this thing. Boy. Yes, Mystic. Boy. It's, it's over. Talk about it. Calypso, <laughs> Mystic. Ah, uh, they finna bring back Fruitopia. No, nah, only if they do it in a glass bottle. They can keep that plastic. The, the taste was. Uh, man, look, you know, you know, glass bottles is at a premium. That ain't that ain't. No, nah, you ain't gonna get it. Calypso, just, like, just like with Snapple, you Snapple doesn't do glass bottles anymore. Calypso still does though. Yes, they, uh, that's why they're a delicacy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just like like when you used to go to Seagrams and you get the ever fresh <laughs> glass bottle of orange juice as a as a chaser. Ever, ever fresh. What's the other one? Uh, there's another one too. Is not sure. Fine, but ever, ever fresh was always like the. No, it, I guess it. No, it's not. Ever, it's another. It's another one. Suave. It's in the same. It's in the same. It's in, matter of fact, it's in the back seat with ever fresh. They back there making out. Yikes! Yeah, they got. A 20, they usually have a 24 ounce bottle with that has that's a long bumpy neck. Almost like it looks like it goes perfect with Seagram's gin. That's how bumpy the bottle is. I know what you're talking about, yeah, and I still I, I can't I can't get the name. Yeah, it said every but yeah. If you when if fruit, you walk in and the convenience store smells like truffle, they got it. Bro, chill. <laughs> All I know is that if if Fruitopi is coming back, it's not gonna be in a glass bottle. They're gonna go plastic like Snapple did. Shout, shout out to the black cherry lemonade because that's ridiculous. Uh it is ridiculous. The the lemonade on the Snapple side is uh is pretty dope right now. I'm, and the strawberry watermelon. No, strawberry pineapple lemonade. Pineapple, yeah. Yeah. The watermelon lemonade is pretty fire too. Frosty beverages. We see we don't just talk wrestling here. We give you beverage game. Urban urban beverage talk is what you get with us today. Not all day. We we done with all that. Um today, Saturday, December the sixteenth. Yeah, my lord. 
Year of our Lord. I said year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. 20 and 23. Wiggle wee convenient. Bring me your dinner bucket. Let the chat say. Amen. Before we get too far into the proceedings, I need to make sure that I wish my my bride a happy birthday today. Absolutely. From the gang. Happy birthday, yeah. Mrs. Burgundy. Living Keep living laughing. our life like it's golden. Like pretty pretty soon we're gonna be old enough to do the matching tracksuits, and that's when the fun starts. <laughs> as long as it's dead stock from the 90s looking like your Sopranos throwaways, like that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Add a couple extra gold chains. <laughs> no, you just need the one with the medallion on it. That's all you need. I'm not switching up from the eagle to the medallion. The, the eagle has sentimental and specific reasoning. Okay, okay. The irony, but okay. And, no, and it has nothing to do with Philadelphia. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, man, there was a... Got your arse kicked. <laughs> I'm actually trying to pull up... Um, Oh man, we got some news today. Something else just happened? Um, no, I'm just I'm I'm going through some things here, but I'm trying to find um uh, uh you know, Ring of Honor had a pay-per-view last night. <laughs> I mean they did. I I I really was really trying to make it and it didn't pan out. Yeah, I had other things going on. It's you know, it's a birthday weekend, so you gotta you gotta handle some business. So yeah, yeah. some fine dining, some kicking back, some all, all of that type of stuff. And and it's not over. It just so happens that there there are some things I carved out a break. So yeah, yeah, li- literally a card that just kind of flew together, and there were some gems on there. And the, the crazy thing is. I actually saw the dope stuff. Um, there was a I Quit match with Ethan Page and Tony Nice. You don't expect those two to have an I Quit match for ROE's final battle. It's not like you know they got a feud going on or anything, but great match, great great match. Um, I really do want to see see Keith Lee and Shane Taylor. I I really want to see how that played out. Yeah, uh, I, I missed that. I hate to say I, I missed that one, but I did miss that one. Um, that should have been the main event, considering the history that both of those men have, not just in ROH, but in Texas. Facts. Um, but gang, gang lost, man. Keith what, Lee, what? get home. Oh, oh, so they done finally blessed Keith Lee with some... Yeah, <laughs> they they blessed they, they blessed him with the oh. good one. Okay, and and, uh, it, and there was no outside interference or anything. Uh, it was it was clean. They showed each other love after the, or the respect, honor after the match. Um, I caught pieces of the uh, of the death match for me, or the uh, was it the uh, chain the. the uh, dog collar match. Thank you. <laughs> I'm thinking Russian chain. She had dog collar match from hell with uh, Mark Briscoe and FTR versus Blackpool Com- uh, Combat Club, and, and you, it, you know, okay. what them top guys. <laughs> I like that them top guys, uh, but better than them top boys. We don't do that. Um, hey, hey, if you know it ain't yours, leave it alone. <laughs> It's not the J because he got he got yeet back. He got yeet back. You know what I'm saying? 
we had the fun, we had the funniest online conversation about this because somebody was like, "You can't." I don't know the the phrasing was something to the effect that like you can't trademark such and such such and such, and I'm like, no. All of this is about paperwork and culture appropriation because the person who owned it and was using it, you know, that person didn't create that terminology. That terminology is urban, and I'm I stress urban California, <laughs> inner city urban California, hey, northern California. If you really want to be specific, like Bay Area, <laughs> and it's and it's usually and it's usually used in places where you got to check in before you go. <laughs> If we keeping it a thousand, so uh, for the person that ended up with the trademark, it's somebody, simply it wasn't even a trademark. Like, I think he tried to get a trademark and failed because it didn't go all the way through a hundred percent. So no, the way I read it, and maybe it, maybe I just had the wrong source. It was trademarked when it was uh, reapplied for. That's when it failed. Hmm. Okay. So it had been trademarked for use with professional wrestling and merchandise and, and so forth and so on. But we know that's a culture appropriated word. And if we're just if we're just splitting hairs here, who do you think is probably more entitled to it? <laughs> Definitely not the person who said I'm going to file this uh, file this claim on it. But if we're we're split hairs on the two entities, you, you got to go with the worldwide leader. So there's a tie in, there's a tie-in to Northern California, specifically the Bay Area, to the people that are actually using it, trying to and actually having merch with it. Chances are, Jay was sitting on the couch the first time Yeet was used out loud. <laughs> he might have been in the, in the house on the couch when the first person said yeet but <laughs> got that squared away so the yeet master can get back to his business you know yeets and nightmares all of that good stuff <laughs> uh, so good on him for that and it just the conversation just opened the point to just say until you put paperwork with it it didn't happen it don't belong to nobody <laughs> it just it just didn't even happen without the paperwork. Like it's, yeah, there, it's in the it's in the ether. But like you try to have a conversation with it as it relates to like money and the ability to make money with without the paperwork involved. Man, you can't get me out the house without some paperwork involved. And, and I, I have seen people come up off of culture appropriation. Okay, here's one that doesn't even tie to our type of community. Do you realize someone? Bought the initial bought the web domain nyc.com once upon a time. <laughs> get you out. see what I'm saying? Get, get outside. That's how you get active. And that, and if anybody wanted to use that, specifically the city of New York, you're gonna have to drop out and buy this from me. You gotta see me. Like you gotta you gotta see me off the internet. That, that my is time to never have a computer again. So if there if there's gonna be any type of trolling that I ever participate in, it's that. There is a uh, a great producer from the Digging in the Crates crew who has been lovingly known for eons as Diamond D. Most people don't realize when he dropped his first two, maybe three albums, he was only simply going by Diamond because a rapper in Arizona. Had had trademarked Diamond D prior to Di Diamond D from New York actually making it big. 
until you trademark it, until there's paperwork, you have nothing. You have nothing. DJ have Drama. And on. DJ Drama. Perfect example. DJ See? Drama for a while just had to become drama. And this was after he got raided. So he had all this on his mind and forgot to take care of the one thing that was going to get him paid long term and it bit him as he was making his first album. Bing bong. Because some art, some are some DJ in Chicago had already had a trademark. Or the difference between Snoop Doggy Dog and Snoop Dog. <laughs> never, or just anytime you ever anytime you've seen a wrestler trade uh change organizations but only ch- slightly change the spelling of their name because it's it's exact. So Chris. one extra E, that was the other way to get out of this. You put an extra E in yeet, there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> you might get litigation saying that and that person would have to have the money to to, to make that last, but uh, you might get litigation over the facts like, well, this is my concept. They're just, they're taking it and doing something else to it, which in all... For all intents and purposes, once you add that extra E, it is a completely different entity. It's, it's the Rob Van Winkle effect. Theirs goes ding, 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 ding. And mine goes ding, 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 ding. It's different. That's it. Just because of that, it's different. It's an interpolation. Oh, man. But, right. Yes, that that is your there's your walk down copyright law. Man, we've gone from ROH to Yeet <laughs> real quick. <laughs> hey, look, man, we we make sure that we have a smorgasbord of content for all of our viewers and listeners. We have been like we it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on this thing. So and we any any time that just feels like a couple of weeks. We, it ain't been that long. Pause. The last show was December fourth. Couldn't have been. Yeah. Yeah, that's nah, what happens. Nah. <laughs> nah. nah. That that's what happens. Um what since our last still in a couple of weeks. That's what, ten days? Twelve. By the time they hear it, it'd be two weeks. Don't don't well, start shooting hey. Bret Hart. The you, best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. You take this Scorpion Deathlock. That is not a sharpshooter. No, and put your foot down, Goldberg. <laughs> Jeez, trying to cut mine short. Uh, so absent from the Ring of Honor pay per view. Okay, who are we missing? Nope, we're not missing anybody. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships and the Ring of Honor World Championship. The World Tag Team Championships are held by Maxwell Jacob Friedman and Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole is still on the shelf. There's no way he's going to defend them. Max is Max is reportedly on the shelf, or at least mending. What I would like to see is because of Adam Cole's lingering injury that they get stripped of those belts. So that way we can have rightful defenders of the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. Uh, hopefully so by the time I, we get to Super Super Card of Honor. Did you see the story that um, that Kanos kind of alluded to something like that? Like he considered stripping them? I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, it, it, the, sad, the sad part is they won't have another pay-per-view until Super Card of Honor. 
I mean, how is that a sad thing? You can barely watch, you can barely keep up with the shows unless you have an honor club subscription. But they defend the world championships on like dynamite and rampage and collision too. So like, structure that we, we you realize how of <laughs> you realize how much better all of this would be if if you consolidated these rosters and took the best of the best from each roster and put them on what is essentially Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can. ROH is developmental. Yeah, you could you could have a, you could have Brandy. You can still have legends in ROH. You don't have to make sure they, they don't, you don't have to ensure that they co-mingle on AEW television just because you're paying them. All I'm saying is I want Shane Taylor and Keith Lee on on television. If they're if they're going to battle each other, I want them doing it on a Wednesday or a Saturday. That's all I'm saying. Gate to agony. Same same. And they, we all, but lost them naturally. They were on the they were on the Ring of Honor pay per view. They, they were uh, they, them with Brian Cage or Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team Champions. But Gates of Agni, I've been meandering in New Japan for the last two months, acting a fool too. Okay, here's my best case uh, scenario to to explain how much better things can be if you were to cherry pick Ring of Honor. Oh, what a fill some of the holes. Remember where. <laughs> You remember when we went to Supercard Honor and we saw uh, FTR Briscoe's one? Yep. You remember who was on that undercard? Uh, I remember Blake Christian versus uh, what's what's uh, backstage uh, Cole Cabana. Was he? Was that okay? Yep. That's not who I'm talking about though. Uh, who Swerve, else? Swerve Strickland was on the undercard of that show that we went to that pay per view. Who was he going to get? Who did he go against? I don't remember seeing Swerve there. Swerve was there. I'm trying to let's see. I do remember. Um, I, I know we saw Gresham versus uh, Roosh. Um, we saw Willow Nightingale versus Mercedes Martinez. Scrolling, scrolling. Or we may have seen both of them. I don't know if we actually saw that match, but I do remember. No. Mercedes Martinez, that's what she is. Roosh and Gresham ended up being the... They ended up being the... Semi-main? Semi-main or the main. Agony, Dalton Castle. Uh, Alex Zane. So it was Swerve Strickland versus Alex Zane. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So last year, Swerve Strickland was on a Ring of Honor pay-per-view in the mid-card. Look at him now. I don't. That must have been a. That, we must have had that good gummy. I don't even remember him being there. He was. He was there. He was there. I, I remember just about everybody else. I don't know. And, and you, you know, I'm high. I'm high on Shane Strickland. You know, I'm high on on, on him. I don't know. I, I, uh, I know how you missed it, but it happened. <laughs> <laughs> like live. But, but look, but you chip. <laughs> Light up, live. To live your life, live your life, live. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we don't be with K2, just live your life. <laughs> oh, 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 no, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, take that synthetic and throw that in the garbage. You don't want nothing to do with that. You're in Florida, you can literally grow up in your backyard and have it fertilized by lizards. What do you want? It will, we'll come back to that. 
Everybody chill. Everybody just chill. <laughs> Everybody just take this opportunity to observe some chill. I need to slam on the brakes trigger just for moments like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Relax. All I'm saying is there's talent everywhere. And if you just take the best of the best and put it on the show that is paying for all this, or put it on the shows that are paying for all this, I think everything would be better. Cause okay, case in point. If you've been if if you're following uh, give them the socials. Show broken pencil BC. Show at brokenpencilbc.com, brokenpencilbc at gmail.com on all things social as at brokenpencilbc on what? Everything. Oh, it's, right, it's right there. On everything. Everything. So if, you, if you've been following the socials like you're supposed to, you know that the gang slid to this, um, this past AEW Dynamite live from the College Park Center at UTA. I University was there. I was there, but I wasn't there. Right. See, that's what you get for running off and, you know, doing other stuff. And, and other you, watch, you watch you watch your mouth in three months. There's uh there's some activity happening in. Indeed. Indeed. So you, you out there doing covert. I need you making a list of all the places that need to be gone to. I'm going to I'm gonna have to uh, call Chuck T and see if I can't line up something while we there. You see this hand rub here. Ooh, it's, all of the good stuff. Ooh. We yo. We need to make sure we have a gimbal on deck. I'm gonna have an extra phone that's not gonna be in use just for video purposes. This, this is gonna be an app. It's gonna be. It might be a movie made from. I mock the movie. Uh, hey, you know I'll do it. You know I will. I mock the movie. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Go straight <laughs> to Tubi. <laughs> Look, wait. We'll we'll take that Tubi money. Look. It's still not. I am not too proud to take a check from Tubi. Neither am I. <laughs> Whatever streaming platform, if you have the a Murdoch's, stream- the Murdoch's a billionaire is like, come on. Now. <laughs> if you have a streaming platform out there, and I'm talking to you, if you have a streaming platform and you have some dollars that you want to spend on some content, we are not too proud to listen to your pitch. Consistency is not an issue. We're six years strong and growing. 223 numbered episodes. We ain't talking about the stuff that we're not even numbering. Not, not even the, the best of episodes or tournaments. All of that good stuff right there. We are not too proud to listen to you talk about money. And Ever. we got our own graphics department. We're, <laughs> we're self-sustained. <laughs> you, give us, you give us like th- three interns and like no 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 up the bag we'll find the interns there you go we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we will assemble a crack staff without crack prices yeah we have without baking soda because <laughs> you bought baking soda recently and that's that's and pyrexes and making powder to go with too so tell just, them what type of powder before we get kicked off the air baking powder not, there you go. Not baked baby good. powder, not the goods were made. Yeah, baked goods were made. So we put the cut on it, putting the Re- two on the ten. Relax. We got we got a kitchen that gets yeah, used. Like this All is right, not whatever. raising Canaan. Chill. 
This is more raising canes than raising Canaan. Yeah, I am. Not, I am not hiring a bunch of couriers <laughs> to go deliver my goods for me. It's like, I am the courier. <laughs> That's hilarious. But um, if you've been following the socials like you're supposed to, you will see that we got outside for AW Dynamite. Um, shout out to Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, who is now officially gang. I owe him a cigar still. I, Look, March. We'll, we'll we'll see him again. I'm, I'm March. certain of it. Um, shout out to Jeff and Karen Jarrett. Yeah. Gracious people. Shout out to Swerve Strickland. Shout out to uh to, to Ricky Starks. Um who else do we get to to, to chop it with for a second? <laughs> Gotta be doing the press nana over here. Um yeah, those were the people that we really got to chop it with during during that brief uh, segment. But the people who watch the show on television have a different impression of the show than I have from actually being there. Talk about it. Because the, so, the biggest issue that we've been seeing from the internet wrestling community, IWC, if you will. Right. Are, there's this... I, it's 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 an egregious act of just near dwellism where you take a picture of the hard camera side and the off camera side and talk about how many people are not in the building. Uh, College Park Center in Arlington has a capacity of anywhere between 6,500 and 8,000 people based on the event that they're having. Suave, what did you have in front of you? I feel like the building was at least 75% full. I feel like it was closer to 80 because there's only, you got what was blocked off for hard cam, which we sat on hard cam side. Like people were actually over there. Um, And then like the upper deck, some of that was, uh, was left open, but not by a lot. And I think that was just... That might have just been like last minute choices, but the building had to be the building was significantly full, which went back to that point that we that we had several different shows ago where I said, if Ring of if excuse me, not well, Ring of Honor too, but if you took AEW into a more intimate setting, like a Ring of Honor, like an ECW with the Hammerstein Ballroom, we saw GCW run the Hammerstein Ballroom with that one show we watched. But a a five, six, seven, eight thousand person capacity building is perfect for AEW because you have a passionate fan base. A I passionate can't. fan base of smart who like to make up chants and they like to be a part of the show. It I can't wait to see how collision comes off from the Curtis Colwell Center, which is where we saw Super Carter Viner in 2022 at. Bing bong. So when you see it all come together, it's a more it's more of a rowdy or more inclusive environment. There's not so much space for sound to dissipate. So as far as a live experience is concerned, couldn't ask for more as a wrestling fan. And then now that you mention this, Wav, even so even the shows we went to uh, World Class Revolution Pro. Uh, mm-hmm. what what was the other the other joint we went to uh 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 the the, the joints we went to where uh Teddy was the uh was the GM oh, was class um, rap pro but you 
You the name slips my mind, but yeah, I know exactly what yeah, you're talking it's, about. It's no, it's no longer, but still, the like those shows were fun, right? But yeah. we had a we had a purpose for being at those shows. We weren't just being fans. We had a purpose for being there. But those shows were still fun. But we couldn't like start anything there. Like it wasn't this type of, of venue. We didn't have like the organic like vibe to just start something there, right? Curtis Colwell. It was a few things we started. Including, if you go back and watch Supercard of Honor 2022, mm-hmm. FTR Briscoe started. You start hearing the chairs slam against the backs of each other and the people stomping on the floor. That started in our section. That was me that started that. You'll hear it. It's a rumble. And it's, it's things, there was a bunch of, a bunch of chants that started on our side, not like back in, in our section, but like maybe 15 20 rows down from where we were because we were in the catbird seat like we were looking bird we were parallel to the ring but we were like in we were we had a we had a prime seat and and that's the other thing like the vantage points in those buildings there is not a bad seat so like yes i do know some people want to sit closer i'm a i'm an avid fan of sitting as close as humanly possible ringside Anytime. not is not the move you never want to sit ringside after the first two rows. Two, three rows back, yes. Ringside, never do it. Okay, I wanna hear your reasoning for never doing ringside. Looking up, like if you wanna watch all the action on the floor, cool. But if you wanna look at the ring, your head, you have to, by physics, you have to tilt your head up to see the ring. If, you. if you're sitting in the second or third row, you can actually, you're parallel to the ring. You're absolutely correct. I'm think, And what I'm doing is I'm thinking of, I'm using marketing. I'm like, if I sit front row, whatever I have on is going to be on camera. You, there's there's ways around signs. There's, the dopest signs don't come from the front row either. <laughs> they, they don't. And yeah, the, the further you move up, the doper the signs get. But that's not guaranteed. I need guaranteed face card time. And then whatever yeah. I have on, that's going to make the it's it's a it really is a marketing thing. So if I was ever to, to invest in a broken pencil booking company, pro wrestling podcast, uh, piece of jewelry. <laughs> I would want that to be front and center. What is this? 2003? We getting chains now? <laughs> Chain and day. Think I want when I will? Let me find. Let me find some green diamonds. I like. Let, let us get active. We'll do that. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, or we, some, we, some sapphires or something. Look, it's emeralds, man. <laughs> I just, I just need a jeweler that I trust. That part. I find that a jeweler part. that I trust. Trust with this. Yeah, you're gonna see me act up because it's a tax write-off too. Let me teach you rappers some stuff. Uh, if, you, if you do the proper paperwork and copyright it, and you're using it for business purposes, that chain is a tax write-off. And if you take it a step further, the pendant's a tax write-off. If you put the company logo on the bail that fastens it together, the chain is a tax write-off too, because it's advertising. The more you know. The more you know. But those smaller intimate environments really do make AEW a better experience for the live showgoer. Translating that to TV, I don't know, because I haven't even watched this that episode yet. It, was, uh, it, it, it was a good one. They they're they're getting back into their bag of, of, of producing good television. The only ep- the only um, segment that fell flat was the Kenny Omega. 
uh, Chris Jericho segment. Dear God, oh, someone get boy. Kenny off that microphone. Oh, well, um, you may have gotten your wish because Kenny uh, tweeted out a photo of himself in a hospital bed saying that he had been putting off the pain for as long as he could, but he's out indefinitely and didn't didn't really allude to what the injury was, but said he was glad his doctors caught it when they did. Wow. Uh, get well soon, Kenny Omega. That's I, as much hell as I give Kenny on this show that I, know. Never, I never want to hear bad health issues from anybody yeah. that we talk about. I, I don't want... I don't want the American run of Kenny Omega to be a what if. Like, just because you went crazy in Japan, now all of a sudden we can't get we can't get five years straight. Like of this it's, it's hard to get five years straight from anybody these days, to be honest with you. And a lot of that has to do with the styles. So you see why like I like people like MJF and as soon as he started doing a different style, here we are. We got our first, you know, significant injury. But look at, look at Orton. Like he was the poster child for like sm smooth, just fluid. But but, but Orton, Orton, Orton has been Orton has been snake bit at times. But he had but it's it's one move that almost caused his career to end and it's a it's a uh, a compilation of years of doing that one move and that's that RKO true but Randy's also had shoulder issues over the years Labrum. Um, yeah you know what I'm saying like Randy Randy works as smooth and as safe of a style as you can work as a main eventer it just sometimes bad luck happens that's one thing but it's another thing to you're like what we say about uh, El Hio de Vikingo. Like you just out here cheating death. That's different. Like I don't, and I never want to laugh at like, like, we'll watch botches. And I, and I hate that we're in a culture that we, we have to like watch them and laugh, but I'm glad that we can as long as no one's hurt. I've said this since the first time I saw Ehil Del Vikingo. He needs to slow down and back some of that off. He's going to shorten his, not just his career, but his life because it's, of it's youth, youthful exuberance. Ray Mysterio has, told, has apparently said the same thing to him. You can still do the, the incredible stuff just at a slower pace. Not maybe not as often. Spread them out some. Like Dante Martin should know that firsthand from what happened to him a year ago. That was one of the gruesome injuries we've ever seen on a live wrestling program. And here's what's funny. He walked right by me, which was like, okay, <laughs> I'm glad you're able to walk upright. You don't and have a limp. he walked. Yeah, walked is the key word. Right. He walked. It uh, just, let it's me, unfortunate if that's what, what Kenny's future is going to be. It's going to be now he has to wrestle a lot less and be, I mean, being careful is being careful. But how much is that going to affect his in-ring style? Let me read you a statement from Tony Khan uh, from last night's uh, Final Battle Media Scrum. Quote, okay. I know Kenny put out a statement of his own and I completely support it. And I spoke to him today. And of course, we're very concerned. Honestly, it's hard to focus on pro wrestling with someone that you care about. Uh, someone that's so responsible for all of this in so many ways. I don't know if we could have launched AEW and this would have all been possible without Kenny. 
Certainly he's influential on the launch of AEW as anybody and he's one of the greatest pro wrestlers in the world and he's also a really important figure in this promotion and this business. So I think we're really concerned, but thankfully he's communicating. I think we're hoping for the best and it's I think we're taking a turn for the better. The for, the most important thing is that he's gotten he's got help from his doctors at the right time and didn't wait any longer because he was in a lot of pain. I don't think anybody knew how sick he was because nobody would have, you know, to be honest. I think he I think I'll leave it up to him to give updates because he's already communicating and he's already been kind enough to uh, to kind of been communicating and it's been his health. And I don't want to speak for him, but we're all praying for Kenny Omega. And thankfully, it seems like there's good reasons to be optimistic. Uh, but we were all very worried about him. So it's honestly been a really hard last 24 hours focusing on wrestling when someone who's a part of the wrestling family has something happening that's not wrestling like that. But <laughs> wow, that that says a lot. It says nothing but says like it's ominous. But there's more. Uh, no, there please no, there can't be more. That, that was good right there. Whatever you, what you did, we're concerned. We're praying for his health. We'll get updates as they're made available. Yeah, you, just, you read a whole paragraph that took twelve words. Yeah. yeah, word count is different, and and God bless Tony. God bless Tony Khan. I, I've seen him. That was an emotional response in real time, so I I understand that. And I had, but it's but it's always an emotional response in real time. <laughs> remember, you remember, okay, Supercard Honor, he cut a promo, and that pro that same promo was was a similar emotional. You talking about the welcome for Joe? That. <laughs> that and whatever else happened but he cut one Wednesday where he was kind of letting people know about some stuff that was going on and what they're doing for Christmas and um, you know they're donating toys and things of that nature it's DF just DFW in the middle of December with AEW is becoming synonymous I think this is the third out of four years that they've been in Dallas to like the week before Christmas It it's considering what they brought out for well, basically the whole weekend, what they've done, like this is a market that they can win in. Yeah. And we have, we have uh, a, I guess what you would call a selection of buildings that all fit the criteria. Like it's like college park at a uh, UTA. The fact that that's available to them right. like that is that that's a, that's a testament. Curtis Colwell, the fact that that's a, whoever, I'm guessing Jeff Jarrett has, has a lot to do with that because, you know, that's what his job was in the E. And I think that's probably why they brought him into AEW following his uh, his severance from the E. But like if if this is Jeff's doing big up, Jeff, because like we got to find more of those buildings, those four of them. Yes, it, it makes a lot of difference. I, I can't explain enough how much of a difference it makes when you're not dissipating sound with empty space. It's going to be interesting to see because I don't know if you realize, but historic Jim Crockett NWA venue, the Greensboro Coliseum. There you go. There are eight venues that make up the Greensboro Coliseum complex including the historic Greensboro Coliseum. Take a wild guess in a town that has roughly 150,000 people. How many people that this uh, Coliseum can hold? 
Sounds a hundred thousand people. Ten. Twenty-two. I don't. I don't need them shooting at a building that big. <laughs> and not because they can't do it, because we've seen that they can. No, I'm so saying there, there there are draws that they can put on the building. Now it, it's been around since like the '70s, I believe. But they they can True. they can put draws on the upper deck and make the lower bowl look like Madison Square Garden. I mean that's cool for aesthetics. What I'm saying is to capture the vibe of what AEW is to its core audience. It we've seen things that it's like you're kind of cherry picking from ECW, cherry picking from here, cherry picking from there. AEW needs. A, needs venues that are the same size as the old impact zone. So dealing roughly, with a, roughly a thousand. Oh no, no impact zone. That's the uh, the, fa- the the Nashville Coliseum, the, uh, the Fairgrounds Coliseum. That's that was uh, sixty five hundred. Yes, that was the that was the the pay per view era of TNA. Yeah, yeah. I man. mean, I mean, like impact zone, like Universal Studios. Oh, okay, that's like a thousand. But yeah, both. You need you need to be servicing both because what we need is to create an air of exclusivity. Like, look, you can't sit on your hands about these tickets because it ain't so many of them. That's perfect. That 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 lower size is perfect for Ring of Honor. Curtis Caldwell slash um, College Park Center, that AEW of a Dynamite and Collision, perfect for that. Pay-per-views, I would toy with the idea of going in between something, like something maybe like the size of College Park Center, maybe T-Mobile Arena in in Vegas because you got like you know eighty eight thousand to what sixteen thousand on the T-Mobile side, so a twelve thousand eleven thousand seat arena for a pay per view, Chef's Kiss. Okay, I'll break this down into sneaker culture. Uh oh, there's 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 quick strikes and there's general releases. A general release is a shoe that is supposedly going to be everywhere. So. Let's 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 uh let's use Nike just for S and G, S and Giggles. Um you take a Nike shoe and it's a general release. That means Nike will have it on their site. There won't be a draw for it like in the sneakers app. Uh all of your your typical retail outlets will get that shoe. So your your snipes, your finish lines, your foot action, or foot actions no more, but your foot locker, your champs. Uh, Shoe Palace. Um, who am I missing? Any yeah. of those retail spots? Yeah, uh, Journeys. If it's that type of sh- uh, yep. that type of shoe, um, Shields, uh, Dick Sporting Goods, all of these different retailers that they'll have that shoe. So you shouldn't have much trouble getting your hands on it. And it, depending on what type of shoe it is, that means it'll sit. So if you like me. And you kind of watch sneaker prices like people watch stocks. You can tell if it's still there after 24 hours, it's going to be there long enough to go on sale. Mm. Then there's the quick strike. Quick strike, limited pairs, uh, maybe even limited release uh, levels may not go to every retailer. Um, Finite in number. And usually something of high value that people have been waiting on for a while, which makes not only the original sale of the shoe a big deal, the resale market 
takes the shoe's value and maybe adds 20, 30, 40, 60, 80% to it. So where the shoe becomes more valuable because there are less of them. So if you took that same approach to your content and where you put your shows on, the tickets that you're trying to get two grand for on the floor, you probably can. <laughs> or, you know, it's easier to sell out the venue when you know, hey, this is only happening one time. It's this many people that can get in, no more. Even when you cut out whatever's for the hard cam, you're not going over this number. If you really want to see what's going on, you really want to be in the building, go on and cop that ticket early. You don't have the, you don't have the luxury of waiting and you don't have the luxury of thinking that there's going to be a last minute push and you're going to get that ticket cheaper. Right. So if you take that approach, I think it should help because I'm empathetic after going to an AEW live show. I'm empathetic to their plight, I guess, because I enjoyed it as a wrestling fan. And I was like, OK, this is what it can be. That's like it's the Blackpool Combat Club syndrome. You see it for what you want it to be, and then you recognize it for what it is. For me, it's the syndrome. Absolutely, it's for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And like just seeing it live was like, okay, I see what this can be. I see where this can go. It's a couple small tweaks, but they're it, right there. They're right there, and that would help in the the short term. The creative and all the other things that we've discussed back and forth, that's that's the next level. And that's pro that's gonna come when one part the audience of one decides to be the audience of a couple. <laughs> who are we dealing with? <laughs> who are we dealing with? <laughs> but yes, that's the vibe on that. All right. Um we, what you've made mention of it a couple of times already. We might as well go ahead and let the cat out the bag. Live come Morgan. on with it. Live Morgan. So Liv Morgan been out here, you know, allegedly, allegedly. I mean, look, this is what the mugshot say. So <laughs> Liv been living her best life, you know, live and let live and and light up and light up live. Yeah, light up live. According to the traffic stop or arrest record, or, yeah, the arrest record. Uh, possession of marijuana for no more than 20 grams. We can stop right there. You got that bag on you. 28 makes an ounce. That's three quarters you got in the bag right there. It's a good weekend if you're a smoker. <laughs> Depending on how many friends you have and where you're going to, absolutely. You're the life of the party. You got three quarters on you. Or that could be, you know, that could be the stash for the month. It's like, hey, I'm going to get a all month? mine. Now. That's a night. No, for a solo? Oh no 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 for for her yeah I mean yeah I'm, if if she's soloing uh I forget the the roll what's the name of the rolling papers zigzag uh, cops yes if, she, if she's solo yeah if she's soloing <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's then <laughs> you know uh, uh, that might last her for for the month if that's just her own personal I'm not sharing this now if it's you know party favors. Yeah, it's a good it's a good night. Day and a half. You got some more. You got some for the night. Probably got some for tomorrow. There's more. Also, possession of drug equipment and possession of drugs, possibly synthetic cannabinoid. Um, stop right there as well. 
So so you got the real you got the real and the and the artificial. Why you got I'm that assuming- bag on you? But then you got this homemade over here. Maybe she's trying to stretch it. Who knows? Maybe look, I, I I don't know or can judge what anybody's into. I would stay away from something like that. But and then here the what's the other one? What's what was the other possession of what drug paraphernalia uh so possession of drug equipment and possession of okay. drugs possibly synthetic cannabinoid the, the, uh, the equipment I, i'm assuming that's a that's a that would be a vape pen <laughs> keep going what goes with a vape pen oil what boy, boy I, y'all ain't, my co-host my business partner, y'all ain't got this. Understand what we have here. Logic. Yeah. Broken pencil logic is not just the name of this jam, but it's a way of life. So I won't. So, okay. Now, if yes. we're doing it like your that. question, yes, it was oil, like an oil like substance. Chances are vape oil. And yes, a vape pen. Okay. So in that case, I'll say it might not be the, the synthetic may not be what we think it is. It might just it might just be ash oil, or it might be you know dab. Regardless, like I mean, it could be it could have been melted wax. Regardless, they they deemed it unfit for uh, a vehicle or being or for having possession. And I'm guess that's pending testing. Now, granted, uh, she did bond out for three uh, for three grand, so they couldn't have taken it too seriously. I mean, I don't know. I, there's not a. There's nothing really bad about, or public image wise, there's nothing bad about this. I mean, you would almost expect Liv Morgan to light up. I wonder if this is going to affect the way she's presented on camera when she comes back. You and I both know the like, mir- the, like the they, miracles. They give her a. a they give her a gimmick as a pyromaniac. <laughs> Light up. Light up, live. She, she come with the atom bomb context. <laughs> Listen. Uh, funny you should mention that. She was back flicking lighters all day. <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, there there was some feedback that I saw regarding like I, I guess it was like um uh it was an article regarding like the same thing you talked about. How is this going to make her her TV push? Um, naturally, it's an arrest that she bonded out on. It's not a conviction. I don't anticipate her even going to rehab uh, without because she's not act, she's not like cleared yet, right? So I don't anticipate her even being forced to go to rehab unless she she pisses dirty on the clock. Number one, two. If this arrest goes to a conviction that's when we can start expecting something adverse but then again look at the brothers uso they don't they're, they're not fans of detroit at all both of them have gotten in trouble in detroit on a, on a couple of occasions allegedly and yet they are still top guys in the e on both brands on the, on the major side so i just think the stance on both of their particular party favors of choice allow them to have some grace like 
with the Usos, their party favor, 100% legal. It's just overconsumption. So, and the only thing that made it to where it was an issue is you got behind the wheel. Had you just gotten in the car and let somebody else drive, this isn't an issue. I don't know what the law is in Florida as it relates to marijuana. I don't know. I don't know if 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 they've passed medical. I do know K two is illegal everywhere. (laughs) I don't think you need to have none of that. No way. I've seen too many stories. uh, What they call it, spice. I've seen too many stories for people on spice. I'm good. I never have to have it. I don't even want. I don't 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 need my. I don't even want to try so people can film me acting stupid. I'm good on all that. I don't I don't need my engine locking up. I'm good. Man. <laughs> let me let me change this oil. <laughs> you, you're gonna blow a head gas and keep on playing. Like, come on, man. You tripping. You tripping. Dog said that. You tripping. Whatever well, way, whoever told you to do this steered you wrong. Pull over. Uh, Pull over. Yo, yo, transmission gonna drop out. Out of your trunk. Why are you why are you pouring lemonade in the gas tank? They the same color, but that don't mean it's gonna make your car. No. no I'm gonna cut <laughs> I'm gonna cut it with the apple juice. <laughs> get your stupid. Oh, get your goof. Oh, <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel. <laughs> your goof ass. Hey, uh, it's official. Shout out to Dungaville Panthers, back to back state champions. Uh, things Sock, Sock just missed the three P. Sock just missed the three P. Twenty to seventeen, but I heard there were some some really questionable cool, calls. Questionable calls. Yeah, of questionable. Course of course, of course, there were. It's not good. It's not good at all. Yeah, but three teams in the DFW going for the state cha- championship. Yeah, facts. Like yeah, that's amazing. Had had we had the triple triple play. Two straight years in a row. All I'm saying is, we gonna be we would be hard to deal with. <laughs> like we would be we would be unbearable to talk to. Well, it's already like the fever is already there because of the uh, because of the Rangers. Like we're we're getting we're getting to a level where the championships in this city at even high school level are starting to be. It's the expectation. It's not a happy accident anymore. It's the expectation is that we will be here at the end. And and more, more times than not, we're lifting the trophy. And so here, here's what's crazy. So as we talk about Texas sports, again, um, got Dallas Cowboys are playing the Buffalo Bills. At 425 yes. Eastern tomorrow, by the time you hear this show, the Dallas Cowboys would have won this game. Um, the Eagles are playing the Seahawks on uh, Monday night. And after after the thrashing that the Eagles got, and after the attitude problem that DK Metcalf has right now, there's going to be some problems in Seattle for the, uh, for those uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, yeah, don't don't take don't take this Amazon Web Services schedule as as a joke saying that no one played anybody because the same could be said for San Francisco, Kansas City, uh, 
it, basically any team with more than uh, with, I mean, with less than five losses, it can be said that they ain't played nobody. Look, you can only play who's on your schedule. And at the end of the day, this is the NFL. These are the best of the best football players available in, in America. In, in the, the world. world, Craig. The world, Craig. <laughs> so, I mean, they're all professionals getting paid to do this. This isn't recreational ball. So, whoever you... Now, of course, we all know there are some teams who either are lacking coaching or they might be lacking you know, supreme elite talent or whatever the case may be. But the players on, that are on, on the hold field. On, hold on, hold on. Churches. Oh, excuse me. Look, I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> Boy gave up 63. I, I can't I can't speak to it. And then sometimes you have teams that have just checked out on the season. But the people that you're on the field with are among the best football players in the, the world. world. Some of the best athletes in the world. If you show up and don't handle your business, you can get beat by anybody. And you can be unemployed the next day. Actual factuals. Ask Coach Staley. But if, if you're at, Suave, if I asked you, do you plan on being a part of this podcast in 2024? Your answer is... Yes, absolutely. Never will I ever answer that question with, I don't know. <laughs> right. Do I have some sort of life-threatening illness that's like, uh, I might, I might not. Do you have another question or do I have an alternative answer? Because I don't know. You'll never hear me ask or answer a question related to right. security of funds. Revenue income. <laughs> my but, response, my response would be like, "Do does the bear poop? Does a bear poop in the woods and wipe his tail with, with a rabbit? rabbit? <laughs> with a rabbit? <laughs> like, how creative do you want me to get with this answer? Like, chill, bro. <laughs> Relax. Whole live. Well, she she'll get it together. Um, now she'll be fine. Yeah, she, I, she'll be she'll be absolutely fine. On Ain't the no flip problem. side, on keeping it in WWE women's on the injury boat. Uh huh. Get well soon, Chick Flair. Somebody Man. I give a lot of hell to on this show. We all do. She took a, a tumble last uh, last Friday on SmackDown. On and the irony of this tumble is that it happened during a commercial break, Bruh. and we came back with a really quick go home. And now she's out for nine months. Get well soon. You hate to see it. Her WrestleMania moment and it. Even her winning the Royal Rumble is out of here. I mean, you just you you never want to see anybody take an injury. Like in any criticism we've ever had is more like, can you present her different than what you've been doing? And that's more of a that's more of an indictment on the creative that she's given versus her specifically. Like you can only perform, you can only play who's on your schedule. You can only perform the content you're given. What's wild is now that's the play when she comes back. Not that, and there's nothing wrong with it in this context, but we've seen it so much that it's not going to be exciting to us. You're gonna have to find something <laughs> different to do. Like just walking back out and saying, I'm the queen, I'm the opportunity, that ain't gonna keep working. Ain't like, it. Yeah, they ain't, ain't it. it. We need some substance, we need some story, we need some motive, like 
same thing that Drew has been talking about, like with wanting to resign and making sure, like, yeah, it's the money because yeah, we work for money, but also I need somebody to have a vested interest in what I'm doing. And it looks like they're trying to start that with him now. Squeaky wheel gets the grease, yes, but someone a talent as big money and marquee as Charlotte Flair should have better story content. I'm sorry. She should she should you you can't just Orton was always a good go-to because he was always there. And it was easy because you knew exactly what you were going to get. That doesn't mean that everybody you get that has that Orton-esque mentality or work ethic needs to follow the same blueprint that you gave to Orton because Orton was a one of one. You, like, and I'm not saying it as like a as a, a uh, waxing poetic of Randy Orton. I'm just using it as an example. That's what they did to Charlotte because she was generational. It's 52 weeks of episodic television. Regardless of how you want to explain or try to make caveats, or any of the people that want to try to make some sort of an argument as to why it's okay this way and shouldn't be that way, it's 52 weeks of episodic television. What are you doing for these 52 weeks that keep me engaged? A good wrestling match is probably good for a week. <laughs> then you got to do it again. And then you got to do it again, which is cool. But you, you could be on TV all 52 weeks. Right. You can miss four of those times. Right. And still have an A average. Just make it the other 48. <laughs> okay. Put it like this. Who you want, who, who you really, really want to be? You want to be our truth? Or give me somebody that wrestles all the time and never has any motion. Here, our truth. See, this is this is how you get you give me an attitude problem. One of the most under He might be the most. Actually, I think that was Ziggler. He might be number two. Our uh, truth. Maybe the second most under. That's perfect. Do you, do you want to be our truth or do you want to be Dolph Ziggler? Because Dolph Ziggler can wrestle a classic every week, but they don't give him no story. Our truth is just existing in a universe to where he is always going to be able to get a reaction. And I guess hate, what? If you put him in the ring, he can go too. I hate the fact that he's making himself a, or they've made him a buffoon, but he got a, being a buffoon over on his yeah, own. He, on he his got, own. He got it over and took some of the buffoon off of it. Like, it's not as bad as they might want it to come across. He made it his own, and in making it his own, it's less idiot, more it's, funny. Yeah, it, it, it's it's less cringe, and it's See, far more entertaining. That's what I, that right there. Even who, even who you want to be. Him getting jumped. The, the fact that of how Judgment Day turned on him on Monday was entertaining. It was old school. The whole time I'm watching that interaction with Judgment Day, I'm thinking, okay, this is the Sami Zayn bloodline aesthetic. This is not going anywhere. Like the same way JD eventually earned his way in, Truth by by proxy is going to do something that keeps him around the group. And it's like, hmm. It just got quoted. Monday, he just got quoted. 
She got jumped into the game. It may not look like it on the surface. He got jumped into the game. Something's going to happen where, and it, and it may even be something accidental that he does. And, and, and tr- truth be told, for those who know, there is a lot of gang culture in WWE. There's a lot of it. For the, those of you who know. The, the, the bloodline. The Usos apart from the bloodline. Judgment Day. Uh, you see you see how Finn and Dom dress? Like, there's a lot of traces. A we, can lot. Take, we, we can take it back to Nexus if you really want to do that. No, I mean, I mean, like actual. I, but, I, but no, 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 no. I, I hear you. I hear you. But there is, there was actual gang culture in the idea in the presentation of Nexus, not in the people. No, but I that, mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean but, the aesthetic, oh, like how they're dressing when they go to the ring. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We ring, ring gear outside of the ring gear, like real life. They got flags in pockets. No, even the brawling brutes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like you got real life. There are some. There have been some things that have been adapted from urban culture, and they are all a part of the WWE universe. Take a tear, a teardrop for Dom, but then you got the skills of justice on Rhea's cheek. Come on, you, you when Dom went to jail and they first started running with that story, Corey Graves was having a field day, field day <laughs> with prison references that are not spoken about in public like that. Yeah, you're not that you're not supposed to be that active with prison culture on uh PG television. Why is he defining prison wife on an episode <laughs> of Monday Night Raw? <laughs> Talking about hands and pockets. Hands and pockets, man. <laughs> Fam, you that's not it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. But if people knew what that what was being said <sighs> Grand opening, grand closing, <laughs> which is which is why some things just don't need to be bastardized. We told you, standing on business had somewhere between six and nine months. I'm <laughs> hey, being lenient with that. Hey, the last episode was titled "Standing on Business." Just we went just, ahead, and got that out the way. Yeah, <laughs> get it in, get it out. If somebody wants to reference it; they're gonna see us too. Now, <laughs> we mentioned um, we mentioned Orton. Yes. Uh, we're going to tie a couple things in here real quick before we before we take it to the house. All right, let's do um, it. Royal Rumble is right around the corner. Yep. Orton is at what fourteen world title victories? I believe so. So he is one away from tying Triple H, two away from tying John Cena, three away from tying Ric Flair. Question one: Wait, is is I thought so. Are Flair and Cena tied? I'm sorry, because I, I don't well, think they were giving him. Okay, okay. The, Flair and Cena by WWE standards are tied. Tie goes. Tie goes to Flair because Flair technically has more world title reigns than John Cena. Regardless, there are some of yeah, there are some that are unrecognized. Yes. <laughs> Even even the I still think that the last one he won in WCW was uh, wasn't supposed to be a three count, which is why they stripped him the next week. <laughs> like you completely screwed up our plan. So what we're going to do is get this off you. We're going to undo this on live television after a week. <laughs> That's WCW for you, baby. Uh, skip on. OK. All right. In a nutshell. So um, 
I hope they talk about that when they were to do that TV show. I really hope they bring that because <laughs> that's that's part of that's it. That's a that's a deep cut. You probably ain't gonna see that unless they get more than one season. I wonder if that's even on the network. Hey, I digress. Um, so Orton, number one, you wanted to know, uh, does he does he have what it takes? Because he said he wants to wrestle another ten years. Does he have what it yeah. takes to to get those three additional title rings needed to be the man? And then right. also, uh, we can combine that with a mixtape of Royal Rumble winner candidates. Okay, I'm with it. All right. So first and foremost, ten years, double fusion back surgery, mm-hmm. uh, multiple shoulder uh, surgeries, rotator cuff, labrum. Uh, I don't think he's ever had any lower appendage surgeries. Uh, not that I'm aware of, which is amazing considering how the, the, the way he torques himself. Um, torques, not twerks. Yeah, torques. So, what? So, what? What say you on either one of those? I 100% believe that it is possible, especially now with you having two separate shows, having two separate world heavyweight champions. Uh, it's it's more than possible especially when you give it 10 years so you don't have to do title win title change title win again like you don't have to play hot potato with a world championship in order to get here and you realize that that world championship was a triple h gift that became synonymous with randy orton not the not the actual world heavyweight championship that we recognize now, but the one that came to Raw because the world title or, or WWE championship went to SmackDown. Big big gold. Yeah. Um, if Randy had one championship reign every three years, he'd still have a year left over to play with. Pause. So I'm under the impression that you can get this done. It's how do you get it done? How long are the title reigns when he wins them? What are the circumstances? If, if he's able to stay healthy for 10 straight years, it's it's possible. I believe it's possible. It just need you just need to make it make sense. I like and I like the fact that Randy's at the point of his career where he doesn't have to be heel or face. Just let him go. Anybody that's in the way, they're just there. I mean, so, but you you do kind of like when he chooses one or the other, and and we all know that the one we want is is heel Randy because heel Randy's what's best for television. He'll he'll kick you in the face, Randy. Like yeah, all the marijuana jokes with Riddle were you know they were funny, and it, it's it's funny to hear him just be able to be himself. But the most entertaining version of Randy Orton is the is the dastardly scumbag heel. Like I want to hear him come off the come off the cuff with a promo talking about how he how they fired his tag team partner while he was out recovering from injury. Bet you won't. Mm. Mm. Bet you won't. That's one thing you will not hear on television. Nah, he's not. He's not gonna bite the hand that feeds him. Not because because it, it doesn't. It, maybe it doesn't his podcast. Maybe in a podcast setting because he's already kind of said he's given he's given Riddle his flowers to a degree. Saying, you know, hey, because of the condition, physical condition I was in during that tag team run, I would not have been able to last as long as I did had it not been for Matt Riddle. 
So basically, Riddle was the workhorse carrying, you know, RK. He was, he, he was Robert Gibson. Look, <laughs> <laughs> no, Robert Gibson was getting a hot tag. He, he's on. He's Ricky Morton. Oh, Ricky Morton. Well, yeah, he was. He was taking the work. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Rick, Ricky Morton. Morton be the one out there selling. He's selling T-shirts. He's selling everything. <laughs> he crying out to the crowd, help me. Got people jumping the jumping the string because back then there wasn't even a guardrail there. Guardrail. <laughs> All right. So now that we know, because we're providing you with the logic that Randy Orton will get to 17 and I, it's possible. I don't I don't know. I don't know if you can keep it's possible. I don't I don't know if they'll go through with it. You have more motivation now that Flair is elsewhere. And you, have, you also have motive, well, more motivation because Roman is not going to stick around forever. And we know this. Oh, speaking of, get well soon, Afa, who just had a valve replacement this morning. Oh, man. Yes. 81 years old, and he's cracking jokes and signing autographs in the hospital room. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, get well soon, Afa. Gotta, gotta love it. Shake, shake back, OG. Um... Who's gang a don't bang? There it is. So that that takes me to the Royal Rumble candidates. Yes. Um, because it's 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 thick around here now. Pause. It's going to be thirty con- uh, contestants in the Royal Rumble. We don't know all thirty. We know a few of them offhand. But I'm we sure we, we I'm we, sure we could count them. We can go back and forth with five apiece, not naming the same five. Get you to ten of who can win this year's Royal Rumble, and also. Which side they're going to face, Seth? And I'm throwing Seth in air quotes or Roman. We know Roman's going to be there. We don't know if Seth's going to be there. So, all right, we flipping the coin to see who goes first. Nope, you can have it. CM Punk. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> he's choosing I, Seth. I don't even have to ask you who he's choosing. Seth. The, the we're we're going for promo gold <laughs> in the month of February. <laughs> Did okay, riddle me this because there's two things that happened with with um with Seth's promo this past Monday against Punk. One, he re he recycled Hangman Page's "I'm protecting this place from you" promo. Did it better, but did he did he blow his his did he did he let off all his ammo? Did he basically, did he, is that it? Is, did, did, did he, he get better? Did, did he empty the clip? Did he empty the clip? I would like to think that he didn't. I don't know. However, Suave, if I'm turning my head away from you and you can't hear me, but now you can, it can only mean one thing. The return of this man. There's there's also a reason for this. The reason I say that he emptied the clip is even with everything he said on Monday to CM Punk, what kept happening when he would stop talking? Uh, what, help me. The fans would chant CM Punk. Oh. <laughs> Normally for the last six, eight, nine, twelve, eighteen months. Oh, when Seth oh, stops oh, talking, oh, exactly. Oh, oh. 
they sung over Finn Balor like Balor was a backup dancer. But and, they they killed that singing momentum with that SmackDown promo. That SmackDown promo is is a is a nice promo for CM Punk. The crowd was not into that promo. But I he but he buried that song and buried Seth in the process. I mean Look. Flair once upon a time came came to WWF looking for Hogan and said I just bust that bubble you've been living in. CM Punk had a had a similar uh similar sentiment when saying now that the best in the world is here you're going to have to relearn your place in the pecking order and that's me paraphrasing. Basically. So you've been leaning on that song and it's been carrying you and you've been doing your part in the ring but as far as like the crowd it's basically all choosing. he had. Yeah, as far as with the crowd choosing you over anybody else, the song is usually what wins out. Now because. you have a better promo to line up against. The song ain't going to work. You can't watch your way out of this. Drip God Seth is what's best for business when the fans aren't behind him. Hey, look what <laughs> they—they've got. Maybe, maybe that's what we're working towards. Maybe we're working towards resentment for uh, for Seth because the fans love Punk so much. And eventually, a la WrestleMania, if that's what we get, we're probably going to end up getting a double turn. Oh, Punk, hey. Punk, Punk going to the to the to the dark side, and Seth going super face. I I I honestly do not think. Punk is going to be booed or vilified without a major piece of business being done. The The marriage is too new. And right now, if Seth unloaded pause on CM Punk in that promo, I argued that he may have shot off the entire clip and doesn't have anything to fall back on. Whereas CM Punk hasn't let he he fired a couple warning shots. This is like disc records and rap. <laughs> if you go swing first, you need to you need to be going for a knockout punch. Yeah, you don't you don't come back with a line or a bar. You come back with a whole song. That part you from bar one to wherever you end, you need to be in attack mode. This is like this is like boxing. This is like rap music. Anything else? The aggressor. Is who scores the points. But if you didn't punch yourself out in round one and this is a 12 round fight, you don't know struggle, you buy premium gas, parents are married, Cranbrook. <laughs> parents married, parents have a real good marriage. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Notice that this man did not have his hands up. <laughs> so that's what I'm interested to see. Does Seth have more in the tank? Does he have more ammunition? Is he going to be able to carry this until the eventual match happens? Or is CM Punk about to dog walk him in terms of performance? Because right now the crowd has made their choice because everything is so new. It's interesting and I, I, I'll, I'll tune in to see it, but if you're a Seth Rollins fan or, or you just you just hate CM Punk, you might have a rough couple of months coming up. 
here's one for you. Okay. Cody. Of course. Of, of, of course we would say Cody would win because Cody has to finish this story. Right. I would like him to finish it a different way, but yes. I, I, you and I both. But winning the Royal Rumble is not it for him. Yeah, yeah. But but for the sake of conversation, because he's already put himself into the Royal Rumble and already, already let it be known that he needs to finish the story, we're going to put him in this conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this year he's not going against Roman because he doesn't want to. See, he doesn't want to see what happened last year happen again this year because too too many chefs in this kitchen on uh, on the SmackDown side. But he also has Seth's number. Seth is 0-3 versus Cody since Cody returned to WWE. What makes Cody think that he wouldn't end up uh you know winning round four and taking the belt at the at the grandest stage of them all? I got Seth uh taking on I got Cody taking on Seth when when Cody wins. What else what you got, Suave? If, if, if and when Cody wins, there's only one target. It is the tribal chief. Anything else feels like a step down. This is your daily acknowledgement. Everything else feels like a step down. Everything else feels like he basically took a knee and chose the easy way out. Which, I mean, uh, it's a backhanded situation to Seth, but anything other than Roman is a step down. And it looks like you just took the easy way out. Yep. Yep, and so, so there's so that, so will, and so will be the story. We're we're on the same page. I don't I don't like it any more than you do, but it's plausible. What what you got? Jay Uso. Come on, Suave, let's go. Dang. And and for a while, I was under the impression that this this could have been a really good move off top anyway, and I would have had Jay go back to finish finish business with Roman. But that's just me. <laughs> that's just that's just me. I'm I'm not I'm not anti Seth Rollins, but I am anti that belt. <laughs> not against rap. I'm not against rap rappers. But we are against <laughs> the, the premise of that belt irritates me. I, even if it's been defended, which at this point where there's like a handful more defenses. Like Roman let it get out of control because they were even, and then Seth had like a two defense lead, and now he's got another and another. So now it's like four or five. But just the premise of that title being the participation trophy because we can't figure out how to get it off Roman. Nobody else is hot enough to take it from him at this point, and the story's too good. So so okay, so you got Jay winning. And taking yeah. on Seth, right? No, I don't. I have Jay oh. winning and going back to see about finishing off the bloodline. Okay. I, I like now, now he has backup. He has, well, we think he has backup. Can, can, so, I, can I Can I WCW this one, but with a better outcome? Please don't. But well, go ahead. <laughs> Jay wins and takes on Seth. No. Finishes the story with Seth. And for the exact same reason that you just named, rejoins the bloodline and gives that belt to the tribal chief and acknowledges his tribal chief and says the same thing you do. This belt was a participation trophy and should have never been on here. No. Nah, Jay becomes the eternal world champion and Roman Reigns gets everything again. <laughs> you will you will give the bloodline story go away heat if you did that. Oh. Like, like for real. <laughs> Jay, Jay has become his own entity to the point that, like, you really do believe he's main event Jay Uso, and that I'm is much to his credit. 
since he, since he got the name, I've always believed that. I thought up up until recently. Well, I'll say, but now he's being booked that way. Yes, yes, he's definitely being booked that way. I thought up until recently, I thought that uh, Jimmy had the most charisma, but this whole the, the Yeet movement. They're both equal parts of the. They're different head, different sides of the same coin, equal parts. Like as, because Jimmy is hilarious as like the goofy. I'm full of myself. That version of him is just funny. Yes, because we've all seen it in one situation or another. And but, then, but this Jay is a face. This is the most entertaining version of Jay we've seen too. Yes, because Jay is a natural face. Like he just is. He has that energy. He has that emotion. He cuts that type of promo. And he gets eat back. <laughs> and we eat. Uh well, okay. Well, since since we're since we're back on uh on this then, so uh we talk about Randy Orton. Why not why not Orton? Why not Orton to to, to finish this his story against Tribal Chief and then end up getting number 15 at uh, at Mania? I mean now we we know that's not what's best for business no. however uh two months of a two months with, with a build from the worldwide leader and triple h at the helm i mean it, it, anything's possible in the wwe i, I, I would have liked orton going after seth better had they not signed orton to smackdown if orton had free it. if free orton agent. had say free agent status then this would have made way more sense but him going to smackdown specifically to hunt the bloodline then win the world rumble only to go back to raw makes no sense no sense (laughs) none so on that for that reason i'm out on that that's broken heart logic on that one (laughs) boy that's no bueno um la night yeah yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Um now what I do know in real life is that this is not gonna happen. <laughs> Let me <help. laughs> for, for anybody who wants my prediction on what LA Knight's future looks like, find Logan Paul. And you'll see what that's what his WrestleMania looks like. Logan Paul is is the destination. Because that that is a that's a road that one is going to get him a lot more notoriety outside in in the world. He's the best candidate to talk with Logan Paul. It's such a shame too for uh, for Carmelo Hayes. It's such a shame. I mean, Carmelo's probably going to get a a pay-per-view match out of this, like a Royal Rumble pay-per-view match with Logan Paul. I think that's a really good start for him. But in a a different world, maybe, maybe. Let, but let's be honest though we know we're gonna get logan paul and we've already seen that bad bunny is not booked for anything wrestlemania weekend that's the only <laughs> thing that'll change that'll change la Knight's plans that's the only thing bad bunny getting involved is the only thing that will throw a monkey wrench into all of this if bad bunny says i want to wrestle and it's against logan paul Sorry, guys, we got something else to do. 
Just like this is the same thing we said about The Rock. If The Rock is really serious about having a main event with Roman Reigns and and they they it. solidify it, that's this is it. it. This 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 is the this is this might this may possibly be the last time you have that availability for both of them. I don't necessarily this may be the last availability you have during this bloodline saga. I think for the both of them the match actually gets easier to make if they're not both competing. Like Roman's looking to go do some movie stuff. At that point, it's just syncing movie schedules versus like, okay, both of them have to be on TV. Da, 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 da. Like, no, just announce the match. They show up the day of because you want to see it. But if it's for the universal uh, combined intergalactic championship, grand championship, that part, if it's for the grand championship, then there's certain parameters that exist where it has to, you got to figure that out. But if, if Roman's not champion, then it doesn't affect anybody else. They can all still do what they're doing, and you have a marquee main event for wherever you want to put it. It's like with with Stone Cold, uh, Steve Austin, and Kevin Owens. It didn't matter where that match went. It was the main event. Bottom line. No titles involved. Hell, that both, it, both it, men wear a t-shirt. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It could have been, la- been the last match of night one or the first match of night two. It's lit. <laughs> It's going down like a plane crash. <laughs> All right. Uh, AJ Styles says he came back this week. Look him. Oh, for talking about phenomenal. How about the work AJ's been putting in the last couple of months since he's been out? AJ's Gaines- in the <laughs> Gainesville, Georgia. Gainesville, Georgia. That dude is in the best shape of his career. And that's that's saying something because the best shape of his career prior to this was when he made his debut at the Royal Rumble. So <laughs> three hots in a cot, baby. <laughs> when when you is something different about eating food at your house that's been prepared at your crib and sleeping in your own bed and working out in the same place every day. Versus there, catering. You feel me? I don't care how how many stars your Michelin rated chef has. It ain't my wife. It ain't me. And and look, with the, with the travel schedule and the time you leave arenas, you ain't getting Michelin star. You getting Waffle House. Mm. So you get, Saudi. Look, we've watched uh what was the, what was the show that used to come on? Um what the car ride. Oh, uh Ride Along. Yeah, Ride Along. Where did you ever see them stop? It was it was Waffle House, in and out. It was some type of burger, something fast food was involved with them every time. <laughs> Seamus would be the one that would go to um like, go to one of the meal prep spots and fill up a cooler. <laughs> like that that but that takes extra effort. So everybody's not gonna be not gonna be inclined to do that. Right. It matters though. So I got AJ winning, taking on Seth. He after what he did on over the weekend uh with the bloodline, it seems like he's trying to Keep keep them at an arm's length, but also not cross them. And so it makes more sense considering that he is trying to take a little heat on to go against Seth. Plus, we know Agent one of the parts of, of the Tribal Chief. I, I feel like because uh, Solo and Jimmy is who kind of took him out of commission for a while, that he he himself is also aimed at taking out the bloodline and would choose Roman. Again, choosing Seth is choosing the lesser 
<laughs> whether it be in, in perception of title, whether it be in length and reign, whoever okay. beats Roman is instantly forever made. Whoever beats Seth is just the next champion. <laughs> That's why I quit spitting bars, put, put putting words together to form complete sentences. I hear I'll you. Take it a, I'll I take it a step further. I hear you take it a step further. The person that beats Seth is just food for Damian Priest. <sighs> okay. All right. I, I, I told you I had something for you. All right, I'm listening. I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. It's earmark Damian Priest. Who you got next? Uh, I throw a curveball in here because there was there has been a stretch in WWE where they would try for the curveball uh, Royal Rumble winner just to give people some something different. And this is where I'll say somebody would challenge it. Finn Balor. Okay. Finn Balor wins the Royal Rumble completely. That is completely out of left field. Yep, it would and be. And he challenges Seth because he'll he'll cut the promo saying that everyone's talking about finishing their own story. My story is finishing Seth. Why? Because Seth took away his title, even though Seth didn't beat him for the title. Seth just took him out during a title match in which Finn won his only universal championship. Matter of fact, the inaugural universal champion who never defended the belt. Seth ain't wearing K-tape on his back anymore, so apparently that was just a conversation. That was a story plot for for Shinsuke. Like, you went from selling the back like you were about to be crippled to, ah, it's Monday. (laughs) And there's another one out of left field for you. Who that? Shinsplit Nakamura taking on Seth. He, he, there's no way he can take on the tribal chief. His his non-English promo still isn't getting over. Bringing back the mist is kind of helping him, but the only thing that can help him regain the status as an international superstar would be to, to win a world championship, and it has to be the, the participation trophy, even though it's a step down. Plus, he's on, he's on Raw, so it makes it easier. Shin Split wins, takes on Seth. Last one, Suave. You got one more. I, I, I cannot see that happening. I just can't. I, as much as I love Shinsuke, I can't see that at all. But for my final, I'm going to go ahead and pick someone who I know will be doing something different at WrestleMania. But if I leave him off this list, I'm going to feel like I cheated myself. I cheated everyone else. Valter. Walter wins the Royal Rumble. He's the epitome of high hopes get crashed when you put him into a into a, a logical situation. Walter in our house. Go ahead. I would have him choose Seth just because, you know, it makes sense. Heel versus face or heel versus tweener. Um, although I think I could make a pretty compelling story for Walter to challenge Roman is just in that moment Walter's going to end up becoming a face I don't know if that's best for everyone because the whole mantra of the mat is sacred that 
he could authentically challenge Roman about not being there and participating on a regular basis. And because the premise is the mat is sacred. So how 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 devoted are you if you ain't going to church on a regular basis? Mm. Mm. Instead, instead of the, the sour grapes approach that you hear when people were aiming it at Cena or when Seth was aiming it at Roman or Cena was aiming it at The Rock, like that sour grapes, I'm here every week. You're not. Well, apparently you don't negotiate well enough. <laughs> it's your funky self. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you mad at me because you got extra days on your schedule. I mean, if you want, if you want to make two million dollars and work three hundred days a, a year, go right ahead. I make four million and work thirty. Bing bong. <laughs> Who won? <laughs> Who really won? The game of don't, life. Don't you wish you want to? You would be like me. You want to be like me when you grow up, don't you? That's the actual. <laughs> that's what. That's what it really is. <laughs> that's, that's what it really that's the is. Promo. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. But yeah, I would have Walter go ahead and finish Seth. Like we would actually. Ha- had he been selling his back this entire time, even after Shinsuke, and then Valter's basically the last mountain to climb, air quotes, and Valter just dismantles this man for for about 30 minutes. I'm I'm totally fine with Valter walking out as a double champion. And then instead of he has to carry both belts or Valter two belts, do what you did at WrestleMania six. He relinquishes the title, start a tournament. <laughs> and then that's where you can tie up some of your other loose ends. Uh, you can elevate somebody else. Like Melo. Even though he's going to be on SmackDown, it be a good way to like have him bridge some talent. Right. You, you make the Intercontinental Championship tournament open to whoever. Yeah. Matter of fact, you can do another 12-man tournament. Like, Bing bong. You know, three or well, four, four from every brand. That's it. Last one for me. Now, I don't know how this w- would play out, only because we don't know what happens on Monday. Okay. I like the idea of Damian Priest winning, challenging Seth, and losing on uh, at Mania, but then cashing in on Monday Night Raw to get the belt off of Roman. I would take it a step further. I am 100% with Damian Priest winning, challenging Seth, but beating Seth. While Cody challenges Roman, beats Roman, but Damian Priest cashes in on Cody. Ooh, so now he's double champion. Triple champion. Oh, well, now he, I don't think they have the tag belts by then. Damien, three belts. No, I'm talking about because, you know, Roman carries, well, he has two belts. He only wears one now, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. But I mean, but he would legit be three belts then if he yeah, actually. Because there's WWE title. champion, Universal champion, and World Heavyweight champion. He'd be well, triple crowned. Well, four, because if, if he if he still has the tag belts. Then there's that. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, but, but yeah, I, I have, I have, uh, that, that's my idea. Cause I, I keep forgetting that the actual the actual goal is Cody Roman, um, so yeah, I'm with you on the whole Cody winning going to Monday Night Raw. It now now Cody's going to be mad. Cody's going to be hating life because he finished the story. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you finished the story and they started a new one before you could sign the book. 
<laughs> Your book ain't even on the shelf yet, fam. And, but but I what I do know that is Cody booking. That is because the, he is all about his father. Exactly. It's about the chase. The, the title reign will never be as good as the chase. Dusty had three world championship reigns, and one of them I remember lasted two episodes of TV. Here's a fun, here's a fun game to play between episodes. We'll think about this, and we want all the pencil pushers to think about this. What was the last face title reign that was better than the chase? For example, Kofi Mania was here. Getting Kofi to the main event of WrestleMania was way, it was a 10, 10 out of 10. The, the title reign itself? Four, maybe a three. And it had and it had nothing to do with Kofi. It had everything to do with the fact that they gave him opportunities to have great matches, did not give him great content to work with in between those matches. There's nothing. There's nothing interesting about what the title reign is other than he's got another match next month. I'm, There's no personal issue. There's nothing that makes you watch and say, man, I really do care about oh, You know how hard that is? Even CM Punk's in 2011 reign when he came back. When they gave when they gave Cena the belt and then Punk came back after he re-signed his contract and brought the real belt back and then he won it from Cena. Even that was not wasn't as good as the chase to get to Cena. The 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 most compelling, I guess, story plot you got during Kofi's situation was when Vince McMahon tried to dress him down on television about why he didn't deserve that. Which quite honestly could have been built into something with now if you have McMahon throwing challengers at him every month then there's an antagonist involved so you get you get the match that you know is going to deliver in the ring but there's a there's a high level protagonist or antagonist that is laying out the gauntlet and we know that this works cuz it worked for the attitude era so i don't think it would be any different now yep it would just it's just it's just the same boss who's not as mobile bing bong that's it and then because because of the cultural dynamic at play, there are things that you can get into that you can't get into with everything, everyone else. Like start bringing up some stuff he did in 2006. Even even Vince's uh, Vince's real life, which he hates, would be perfect storyline for that. How his real name isn't even Vincent McMahon. I don't think they'll ever pull the covers back that far, but I get what you're saying. But yeah, I mean, but along those lines, I mean, well, think think about the payoff. The what what was Kofi's payoff for his title ring? A squash on the on the premiere of SmackDown on Fox. By who? Brock Lesnar. You don't think talking about Vince McMahon's past isn't worth getting to the big boss before you get to the boss boss? Had you handled it that way, I'd have been 100% for it. I swear I would have. Like, if if it was Kofi Mania versus the the tyranny of McMahon, and it culminated on the first episode of SmackDown on Fox, and it was him versus Brock Lesnar, and you got more than a 90-second match, but it was still a squash, perfect. You would never... For what you did, you will never get past the first week of SmackDown on Fox. 
your challenger will be announced on the first episode of SmackDown on Fox. So now you're building anticipation for everyone to watch, even though it was going to be lit anyway. You get the payoff. And let's say you get a 15-minute match, but it's just it's a it's a massacre. <laughs> I mean, like, like literally every break, it could be something as simple as Kofi, call your wife, call kiss your kids. Just get give me the SummerSlam match versus Cena. <laughs> give me shine, that. Shine the belt up. Do what you do what you get. Have give, you are, are give you, me give me you? Brock Cena from SummerSlam. Give me that type of a squash, but give it make it 15 minutes. And but, I think you have the perfect ending to that part of the story. And I need a two hour bill for it too. I need that. I, I need every break to have something like are all your affairs in order. I need I need something that let them know like it's a Rappington. Like there's nothing you can do. There ain't no new day. Nothing can save. These are the vapors. Nothing can save you. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? So it, it's not, it's not necessarily what you did. It's how you did it. Yep. Uh, title reigns in. People get beat. This is a. This is, we know what professional wrestling is. It's you- the execution. You got to care enough about who's holding that belt and what they're doing with the belt before you decide to say this is the guy that's going to get it because everybody's invested in the story that's getting them to the point to where you know they're about to get it. What happens after that? They book The booking backwards aspect from the 70s and the 80s is not happening. I'm sure we've seen glimpses of it you know, here and there, but it's like you said, this is... This is a really good thought process. I mean, even me thinking aloud about that punk thing earlier, like off the top, I can't tell you a great title reign for a face that was better than the chase Booker T included in WCW. Wow. If you show up broken pencil, BC.com broken pencil, BC at gmail.com. You see it right here. Um, you know, at Broken Pencil BC on all things social. At Broken Pencil BC on what? Everything. 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 Let us know. Best title reign by a face that's better than the build. Better than the, the chase. The chase is everything. For the uh, Shawn Michaels chasing Bret Hart in in '96. Um, what's another good one? Butch, Butch Reed chasing Dick Murdoch. I mean, if you want to go that far back, true. Um, Ron, Gar- Ch- Ron Garvin, Ric Flair. Ron Garvin chasing Ric Flair. The chase only lasted three. Oh, the chase lasted four weeks. The title reign lasted two, and there was no defense, no successful uh, defense. D- Dusty might be the outlier. Dusty chasing Flair. That no, because Dusty's run lasted what three, three, four weeks. Oh, then there's that Flair chasing Harley. Flair was never really a face. Flair's had a couple fa- face face runs. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about Steamboat's run with the belt? Steamboat was like a white meat baby face, which I'm not a hundred percent fond of those. They're not they're not the mm-hmm. they're not my preference, but also just like, then, just like Kofi. Kinda. Kinda. Like 
because his main opposition was Ric Flair, and there's just the opposition of the two lifestyles. They're they're drastically contrasted images. That was the story, but it wasn't like you had six different challengers because even the schedule wasn't like that. You had one or two challengers, and they lasted you a year. You, you know who would have been at the top of this list without question had there been a damn chase? Who? Try Terry. There was no yeah. chase. He ain't never had a chase. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't ch- he ain't chasing us since '84. Like, he, he don't even he don't even chase his shots with beer. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no chase involved with what he's doing, my boy. It, it just ain't gonna happen. Like, go okay. For as much as I, you know, I've had to say Goldberg, which is better, the chase or the or the Absol- title reign? Absolutely, the chase, bruh. It, without question. What was the culmination of the chase? A title win. Where? In the, in the Georgia Dome. How many people were there? Fouted K. Did it happen again for anybody, including no. him? No. There it is right there. Gotcha. And see, that's the thing. Like, it, it's a rarity. It's, it's a real rarity. So that just goes back to what we were saying about Cody. Like, once he wins, then what? What do you do to make that title run better than the chase that led to ending the story. So the, I think the biggest issue that we have with this whole idea is the fact that sure, we have top tier talent. Like we have grade A top shelf aged fineries with like with no light on them. So the oxygen doesn't get into the bottle type liquors on the top shelf here with some of this talent, right? But when someone like Cody gets the belt, when someone like Cody gets the belt, he doesn't have anyone to go up to because he's looked at as the top dog. So anybody that he loses to is looked at as if they elevate themselves. Cody doesn't get elevated by a loss. He only gets elevated by wins, but you can't get elevated by a win if you have nobody better than you. And this is how Randy Orton gets to 15. <laughs> it should be against Cody, though, for real. Whatever, However, it should be against Cody. Now, they can play hot potato, like, over the course of a year. A year, twice, each. Now, one, once is good. One, once is good. Yeah. And I, I, I like to get see a split like a 70-30 split on terms like who holds the who holds the belt the longest. But regardless, the finish is at WrestleMania. But but that da- that Damian Priest, oh that's say day after day after Mania, Priest is- the night of. You think right as he is celebrating with the confetti, kick him in the head. Uh, what is this? Uh, hit him with the South of Heaven choke slam. Let's put that lower third up. Listen, Judgment Day. Tri- Triple H is the king of the lower third swerve. I've never seen more lower third swerves than anybody, uh, well, with anybody, as I have with Triple H and NXT. The and, lower and third is, is, is the listen, culprit. 
every time, every damn time, you don't see it coming. Just saying. We got Champa twice like that. Now see that. See that. That tells you something. How we get Champa twice with a lower third? <laughs> Who are you dealing with? Take us to the house, man. <laughs> Pencil pushers, like, rate, subscribe, share, tell a friend. Tell that friend to tell a friend and then tell that friend friend again. Heads up. Pencils down. Yes, sir.